Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 647. My voice somewhere between broken spirit and beaten child, I lowered my hands from the lute strings. Some of the fire left her, but when she found her voice, it was tight and dangerous. My skills suffice? She hardly seemed able to force out the last word. Her mouth formed a thin, outraged line. I exploded my voice, a roll of thunder. How the hell am I supposed to know? It's not like I've ever done this sort of thing before. She reeled back at the vehemence of my words, some of the anger draining out of her. What is it you mean? She trailed off, confused. This, I gestured awkwardly at myself, at her, at the cushions, and the pavilion around us, as if that explained everything. The last of the anger left her as I saw a realization begin to dawn. You... No, I looked down, my face growing hot. I have never been with a woman. Then I straightened and looked her in the eyes as if challenging her to make an issue out of it. Valerian was still for a moment... Then her mouth turned up into a wry smile. You tell me a fairy story, Mike Fulth. I felt my face go grim. I don't mind being called a liar. I am. I am a marvelous liar. But I hate being called a liar when I'm telling the perfect truth. Regardless of its motivation, my expression seemed to convince her. But you were like a gentle summer storm. She made a fluttering gesture with a hand. You were a dancer fresh upon the field. Her eyes glittered wickedly. I tucked that comment away for later, ego-polishing purposes. I tucked that comment away for later, ego-polishing purposes. My reply was slightly wounded. Please, I'm not a complete rube. I've read several books. Florian giggled like a brook. You learned from books? She looked at me as if she couldn't decide whether or not to take me seriously. She... She laughed, stopped, then laughed again. I didn't know if I should be offended. You were rather good, too, I said hurriedly, knowing I sounded like the last dinner guest to compliment her on a salad. As a matter of fact, I've read... Books? Books? You compare me with books? Her anger crashed over me. Then, without even pausing for breath, Valerian laughed again, high and delighted. Her laugh was wild as a fox's cry, clear and sharp as morning bird song. It was no human sound. I put on my innocent face. Isn't it always like this? I kept my expression calm while inwardly I braced myself for another outburst. She simply sat. I am Florian. It wasn't a simple stating of a name. It was a declaration. It was a proud flag flying. 
And that's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. It's funny that they themselves use the term fairy story to refer to a uh, a made up mm-hmm. false story. Well, they're not fairies; they're fae. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Maybe to you, but perhaps not to them. Doesn't Bast get offended? Etymologically speaking, the word fairy comes from fae. A fairy is someone from fae. Fae, fairy. Doesn't Bast get offended when someone like chronicler? says fairy tale or something like that yeah well because i think the word fairy tale in this world has the same connotation that it does in ours of like a made-up and inconsequential story mm-hmm. and like and like and like a story you tell a child that's like amusing but like doesn't you know if it has a lesson it's a pretty simplistic moralistic one and like that's not really what the fae are all about uh they've been kind of sanitized and and whitewashed for children much in the same way that like our contemporary modern fairy tales are often sanitized versions of less polite or pleasant stories about fairy stuff. Um, I have a crackpot theory on this page. Ooh, I love a crackpot theory. Very cracked. It's cracked enough that I don't believe it, but I think it's a fun thing to talk about, so I'm going to mention it. And so on this page, Quoth mentions that Florian uh, states that she is Florian, like like a like it's a proud flag flying, right? What if Florian isn't a name, it's a title? Go on. Hmm. Well, just like what maybe maybe the reason that Florian is undying and never ending is is because it's a title, and maybe it's the title that goes to like the the sexiest <laughs> of the fairies. I don't know. <laughs> The idea that she's like not the first Valyrian is interesting. I do think that she remembers Jax in the Creation War. So if true, she's still very, very old. Um, I think this speaks more to like what we've talked about as her as a force of nature than necessarily like a sentient being like, or a mortal being in any meaningful way. But I think the idea of it as a title kind of makes sense. Like it's not just an identity. It's a thing. It's part of nature. I want to talk about the fact that Fullerian doesn't quite believe Quoth when he says that, you know, he basically says, I've never done this before. I've never had sex before. And also that he says he learned it from books. What books did he read? I feel like that's just the equivalent of me looking at pornography when I was too young to be looking at pornography. But like Quoth's access to books is all university based. There's also like, like Jordana, you have a manual. You, you discussed having a sex manual on our Patreon episode recently. Yeah, but books in our world are different than books in this world. Think no, about not. where well, they are, though. Think about how Quoth acts. You don't imagine that there's the there's, there's like an equivalent of the Kama Sutra in. No, no, but think about think about how Quoth, as a person, accesses books. He did not have access to books in Tarbin. Regular everyday people may not have access to books. He has access to books because of the university. Uh-huh. The university doesn't seem like the kind of place that would necessarily keep that sort of literature on hand. Why not? Disagree. If anywhere is going to have that sort of literature, it'll be the university. Public libraries will help you access erotica if you want erotica. Like, they have it on the shelves. No. I just figured that, like, there wouldn't be a course on that, so they wouldn't have literature on it. I I think that that is an erroneous assumption. Institutions of learning. Yeah, they don't just stock textbooks. Yeah. 
they, they're going to have all kinds of books in there, and they're going to have the best kind of books, which are the kind with dirty pictures in them. Fine, reasonable. The most famous example of that kind of thing in our world is the Kama Sutra, but the Kama Sutra is also like a religious text. It's not pornography, or it's not exclusively pornography. It's like related to Hindu belief systems and stuff. Even if he's not just like looking at, you know, porno- pornographic illustrated manuscripts or whatever, you know, it's likely that there's books with other academic applications that also have pornographic uses. All right. Well, never mind then. Think of all the filthy jokes and innuendos in Shakespeare. And like we read Shakespeare in school. It's in all the school libraries. But there's also like sex scenes in books and stuff. Like, you know, I think the the point here is not necessarily that he's like been looking at whatever Temerant's version of pornography is, but that he's like, he's sort of saying like, I have studied the writings i have studied the like the literate writings and the manuals on the various positions and the uh the mathematics of the act fine i suppose that's mm-hmm. reasonable i would argue that an innuendo is not really a way to to learn that sort of thing though yeah exactly uh yeah I, I, like he understands mechanically how babby is formed right like in the same way that like we all took a health class you know i'm sure his parents probably sat him down and explained the facts of life to him. There might have been a book involved at that point. I think that you could read this, and she's she's in some part surprised because you can read it as like her being surprised because Kvothe was uncommonly good for a virgin. But I think she's surprised because she can't conceive of the idea of virginity, just as she couldn't conceive of the idea of rape. Because she is an elemental of sexual desire. So she can't conceive of not having had that in one's life before. And that that reading also elides uh, an argument that you could make about this section of the book as just being like kind of wanky about like, oh, he's he's a teenage boy. He's never had sex before, but he's so good at sex that he impresses the sex goddess. And I think that that reading is shallow. I think that if you look a little bit deeper at the, like what Fullerian is and what she represents and how she sees the world it reveals a little something a bit more interesting than that about her and about him that does not necessarily serve to gas Quoth up. But of course, Quoth isn't thinking of it that way, right? He is like, ah, oh, I'm going to file that one away for later. And as well, one should. When the sex goddess tells you that you're good at sex, you do use that to polish your ego wherever she's coming from with it. <laughs> yes, you polish your ego and whatever else uh, within reach is polishable. Whatever else you might want to polish, yeah. Yes. No, no, it's just you get so energized that you need to clean, you know? It's, it's, yeah. Wait, was this a dirty joke? No, Jordana, we've never done that. Okay. Yeah, you just vigorously kind of rub, you know, <laughs> rub things down until they're nice and smooth. It was a dirty joke, I knew it! Look, if there's God any, if there's any section of the book in which you have to give us a pass on making dirty jokes, it's this one. In fact, you made a dirty joke when this uh, chapter started, Ms. Lay Felurian. That is... Yeah, but it Ah ah Whatever. now the now the now the rubber band <laughs> is on the other claw, Jordana. Speaking of laying Florian, <laughs> this letter is about questions about Florian. Bill writes Hello readers. Oh no. <laughs> Why do you think Florian ensnares humans? Why has she not found companions in Fay? Are they not into her? Is she not into them? Is she shunned or feared? Maybe humans are just a light snack that she indulges in and we don't actually s- we don't actually see enough to know. She does seem lonely, though. What do you think? All that's good, signed Bill. 
I think that her power is like geared to mortals. I don't think Faye like necessarily are entrapped by her. I think that she like requires mortals in some way. Although you're right to wonder like how does she, you know, when does she decide it's time to take a new lover? Does she just go out into the woods and wait around and sing hoping somebody comes? Did she know that someone was close? I almost feel a bit like uh like it's a tree falls in the forest situation like if if there's no lover for Felurian does Felurian exist? Like it, and I don't say that to like remove her agency or anything, but I do kind of think of like, you know, what does she do besides be a lover? Right. Like maybe, you know, maybe she doesn't exist when she's not, when she hasn't ensnared someone, maybe she only, I don't know. It's interesting to think about it. That's a good question, Bill. I guess my instinct is to say, I don't think there's any reason to think that she doesn't also take lovers in Faye, but I think you're right that her powers of of desire don't probably don't work on them the same way i also have to imagine that i think of the fae like Felurian is a unique being there's no one else in fae like there are other fae but they aren't like her right she is the only one like herself and i wonder if that isn't true of most fae in general and that they are like kind of unique beings and as such perhaps like solitary apex predators like they deliberately avoid each other as much as possible because they're all so powerful and kind of so egomaniacal in terms of like how uh, how they view themselves in the world around them that like they can't really tolerate the presence of another fae for too long in the same way that like two tigers in the wild only really meet up to mate and then they go their separate ways and they don't really socialize apart from that i can kind of see the way that the Fae relate to each other being similar to that. So I think it's possible, even likely, that she's taken Fae lovers, but I don't think it is the same as when she takes a human lover, which I think is more akin to a predator-prey relationship than a meeting of equals. Jordana, do you have any thoughts on this matter? Nope. I am uh, head empty, no thoughts, is that as you say? <laughs> that I was just about to say that. So listeners, you can be a head empty, no thoughts with all of us on tomorrow's page. Uh, and we can pour the thoughts into your head. The wind! The wind.